Welcome, everyone, to the newest Discover Strength Podcast mini-series, where we'll be focusing on 12 things we think are essential for getting better results from your workouts in less time. Join us as we go deeper on each topic in a format that's perfect for sharing and broadening your own knowledge. Thanks for joining us, and please enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on these essential things you need to know to make your workouts even better. Today, we're going to be talking about a specific part of your repetitions, the eccentrics. And we've got David Gerschneidner again with us today to tell us exactly what that is. Maybe it's something you've heard in your own workouts or you've seen in an article. Dave, why don't you tell us big picture what is an eccentric and maybe explain sort of um, what is a repetition in general? Yeah. So thanks for having me on, Logan. Uh, the eccentric contraction, there's one of three contractions that uh, our muscle can make. Uh, concentric is muscle shortening. So think about in a bicep curl going from a straight arm to curling the hand up toward the shoulder. That would be the concentric. The eccentric is muscle lengthening. So that would actually be lowering it from your shoulder down to a straight arm position again with that bicep curl. And then an isometric is any point in the range of motion when you're not moving the weight. So just pausing for a second in the contracted position might be your isometric, but you're either moving in a muscle shortening, muscle lengthening, or uh, neither uh, in any exercise that you're doing. So why would we care about the eccentrics especially? It seems like maybe our, our focus should be split up equally between these three phases. Should we be giving one phase more emphasis than another or putting a little more focus on a specific phase? And if so, why? What does the research have to say about that? Yeah, so the eccentric contraction is really important from a muscle strengthening and muscle hypertrophy or muscle size perspective. And so we should really accentuate the eccentric. For us, it doesn't have to be insanely slow, but it still should be a slow and controlled eccentric. And in our standard rep cadence, we do a two-second concentric and a four-second eccentric just to, once again, accentuate a little bit more that lowering phase because we know it's so beneficial from a strength and muscle size perspective. And when we, before we jump in and talk about some of the benefits that you can see from this eccentric or this lowering portion of the repetition, I, I'd like to have everyone just kind of envision in their mind for a second, somebody they've seen at the gym, just swinging weights up and down, right? Taking very little time at all, focusing on that negative portion of the repetition. And unfortunately for that person, we all probably see in our heads, uh, they're not getting a lot of benefit. Um, which we know, and we'll talk about, like I said, a little bit more here, are, are pretty vast for the eccentric. So what is the difference, I guess, between the concentric and the eccentric as far as the weight you can handle? And I know you mentioned hypertrophy, a little bit of strength. What are some of the other benefits we can see from doing sort of eccentric or negative focus training? Yeah, so on the eccentric contraction, you're about 40% stronger than you are on the concentric. So you're able to handle a little bit more load. So there's even some protocols where people will do only the eccentric portion of the rep. Uh, we call this negative only. So the trainer, or your uh, training partner would lift the weights and you would just lower the weight and you can tend to handle quite a bit more load. And the benefit of this is it's not nearly as metabolically or cardiovascularly challenging. So you can get great strength benefits and great muscle size benefits with a heavy load without pushing somebody too hard from a cardiovascular perspective. So it's really good and an effective protocol for individuals who have some contraindications to maybe doing 
things that are really going to get their heart rate elevated. So eccentrics are really beneficial from that perspective as well. The fact that they're not as maybe metabolically challenging uh, as doing the concentric portion. Yeah. And I think for, for some of our listeners, they may be familiar with maybe doing something like eccentrics or negatives at the end of a full set of concentric and eccentric repetitions. What David's talking about specifically is um, using eccentrics as sort of a, um, a medicinal approach to get somebody some really good strengthening uh, focused exercise on the muscle group without that same metabolic effect of doing, for instance, a full set of overhead press with the concentric and the eccentric uh, all together. Now, I, I know we've talked about this in the past a little bit. We had uh, Omar Valdez, uh, uh, MS student. We talked about contralateral training a little bit and how eccentric exercise could sort of benefit people who may be injured. Can you sort of refresh our memory on this and why eccentrics might be such a, a beneficial way to train if you're injured, for instance? Yeah. So the contralateral effect that you're talking about is this idea that if I have a, an injured left limb or I can't train my left limb for whatever reason, and I just trained my right limb, there's a little bit of crosstalk and cross education, they'll call it between the two limbs. So if I train my right side, I'll get a little bit of, of innervation or activation of muscle fibers in the left side. And so what you can do is, especially if you have an injury, you can help prevent yourself from atrophying on your injured side by just training a single limb. Now, those benefits are actually um, accentuated uh, or there's more benefits if you're able to do heavy eccentrics with one limb. So if I do heavy eccentrics with my right arm, that actually is an even enhanced benefit for my left side, even though I'm not training it because of the contralateral benefits of, of what we're doing. Yeah, and I know some of our listeners have seen this put into practical use uh, in their training sessions. And for anybody who, who goes to the gym and maybe has an injury, it's so important if we have the opportunity to, to train still and strength train the rest of our body that's functional whenever we have some sort of uh, injured limb or injured body part, um, as we'll talk about in another uh, series here soon. So uh, using the eccentrics effectively can be just a, a really therapeutic way to get the most out of your still working limb and get a lot of benefit to that that other side that may be injured at the time. So, so many great points there, Dave. I, I think the one thing to keep in mind that maybe we didn't talk about is, is just if you are doing some eccentric training, you may be expecting a little more DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness is maybe the only um, sort of downside for that type of training. But I think it's really important that we all know that we shouldn't take the eccentric for granted. We really want to emphasize that slow and controlled movement speed coming down. Is there anything else we missed? Anything else you think that people should know about that negative portion of their rep they oftentimes take for granted? Yeah, that was a, a great point you added there at the end, Logan. So the additional DOMS, especially because a lot of times with eccentrics, if you're using it as an AOT, you may use a heavy eccentric to finish off that set or you may have a full set of heavy eccentric work, and that's gonna to lead to quite a bit more muscle damage. So uh, the DOMS is definitely higher when you have those heavy eccentrics. So that was a great addition. Yeah, and and thank you guys so much for listening. I think the other, the last point I want to, uh, to drive home before we, we let you off here is just that eccentrics are probably debatably the most important part of the rep and where some of that dom comes from where some of the soreness comes from where a lot of the benefit comes from is the fact that 
pulling those muscle fibers apart and getting that damage to the muscle is is largely happening on the way down on that eccentric that negative portion of the repetition so don't 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 take those for granted uh, and maybe next time you're in or you're in a studio on your own somewhere try out some negative only repetitions try out some eccentric training and i think you'll really enjoy uh, the benefits that come from it thank you so much for joining us dave thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you all again soon